to the superhero comic con and car show has announced guests already, already. so we have yes. some already we have four guests announced and they have partnered I, I know i mentioned this last year with ace comic con so ace is handling right. the celebrities and they're the ones who get like the sebastian stan the uh huge a-list you know tom holland type celebrities so i'm assuming it's going to be huge this year bigger than ever it's in 162 days. They've already started selling tickets. And we've had Felicia Day from Supernatural is where I know her from. But Felicia Day has been announced. And since he wasn't able to attend last year, Tony Parker will be attending the Superhero Comic Con and Car Show this year. Another thing that I really, really like is they're trying to focus on getting more comic book artists. Yeah. Artists and authors. So we have two comic illustrators announced so far. It's Larry Hama and Billy Martin are the two artists that have been announced. So every year has been better than the previous with this show. I expect this one Absolutely. to be no they different. They have that momentum. Um, they do. They really do. And they have that trust because it's been a, an improvement with Eddie. Every yeah. iteration that they've done has been better. They've fixed all the complaints from the prior years. So I'm assuming that that trend's going to continue. I know, I know Bobo. I know the team. They're going to give everything they got. Just last night, they announced that they're bringing Steve from Blue's Clues. We just got a letter. We just got a letter. We just got a letter. Wonder who it's from. Well, it was like, that was like, I love Steve. You know, like I loved Blue's Clues. I was a Blue's Clues kid growing up. I knew I had I to share Steve. that with you when I saw it. Yes. I, he's doing Mail time is Saturday, my favorite time. Saturday and Sunday meet and greets for Steve. Um, and best believe I am going to meet steve i'm gonna meet steve he's a childhood still hero. mad at him but i um i forgive him though. i forgive him no it's he, right. he left me on the side of the road no. with my handy dandy notebook while he went to go walk the halls of academia left me behind i think you're thinking of toy he came story Andy, not steve andy that sounds yeah, like andy apologized. <laughs> yeah that does sound um, like andy We did a little post the other day uh, on our podcast page, and everybody seems to love binge watching. And that kind of, <laughs> I I was I thought I was the only one, but Gigi pointed out she's episodic too. So this podcast is split I, right down the middle between binge true, watchers <laughs> and episodic watchers. And the reason I chose episodic is because I was thinking, what are my favorite shows of twenty twenty three? And the ones that stood out were all episodic shows. Like, currently, what, mean, The Last of Us. Yeah, 2022, oh. I'm sorry. But currently, sorry. The Last of Us. Oh, yeah. And, and 2023, The Last of Us, 
I'm hooked. I'm hooked, and I love waiting because I get to talk about it with friends. We get to talk about it on the podcast. Um, nineteen twenty-three. It's a Yellowstone spinoff. Episodic. I'm addicted. Tulsa King with Sylvester Stallone, same creator. Um, amazing, amazing episodic thing that comes out every Sunday. But if you go back to my favorite shows from previous were Marvel shows, Moon Knight, The Mandalorian. Yeah, uh, where they were releasing. Exactly. You get yeah. weekly episodics and that lets you talk to your friends. Oh my God, what do you think th- this means? And or what create you, uh, fan theories. Exactly. And, yeah. It's a lot more fun. We get to kind of milk the experience across two months. Um, but I, that's why I landed on episodic and that's why I think it was so good. Have y'all had a chance to watch The Last of Us? I were y'all as scared as I was because I'm a little wuss, and Belinda was messing with me like in that? the show wow. as it was on. She jump scared me. I got fucking jump scared because I was in. You know, some of those scenes are intense. They're like walking, and they, they, there's no music. That's what I found interesting about the show. You know, usually there's like background music that's super yeah. suspenseful. That amps everything. This one like went dead silent, and they're creeping, and you're just like. I'm listening to myself breathe, freaking out. She's all spooky. I was like, ah, yeah. So it was, it was not funny. <laughs> Is that what she said? She, she literally, she literally said the word spooky, but it was like quiet. I was in. I hyperfixate, so I was in like hard. <laughs> but what? You, I want to know y'all's thoughts on the show because I'm in love with it. The adaptation, the screen to screen that they did, the special effects, the music, the world building. It is. Well, hold on, hold on. Before we go into the show, we didn't get our chance to that's, talk about the perks of binging. That's true. That's he just very said true. Um, that he thought was great about. She's trying to brush <laughs> over like, <laughs> like, oh, well, here's why this is better. Episodic so is superior. Screw binge watchers. In every way, but yes, no, we don't even need to hear their that side. Is, of the that story. is true, Gigi, and no, Gigi and I picked our side. You and Britt are going to defend binge watching why do you like binge watching please please yes i know britney has got some thoughts on this one you love binge watching i do love binge watching so why do you like it because i hyper focus as well and i need to get to the conclusion i need to know i need closure i need need the closure (laughs) and i need that instant gratification of figuring it out like i if I can go through it quick, then I can move on to the next cool story. And, and that's kind of why I, I mean, like I, Wednesday, Wednesday I, I binge that in like a day and a half. Like, I did no, binge watch Wednesday yeah. in one day. I was also I was like, I don't know who's doing it. Who's killing these people? <laughs> How can you go? <laughs> Wednesday was a fun binge week, watch. By week and way. But they like had this. such good cliffhangers. Wouldn't you want it to like. Exactly. I you know, hate I cliffhangers. I like that kind of anxiety in my life. And then I'm sitting there going, oh, fan theory this. Wrong. <laughs> So you have a bit of a hybrid, Gigi, with the new show. 
that you were watching? Like, it's not yes. full episodic, so it's like yes. micro binges. What show is that? And tell us the a little Legend bit about of it. Vox Machina. Mm. It is. I think it's one of the most enjoyable shows for me that I've watched. Um, if you love, I mean, it's literally like watching a D and D campaign happen because it is a D and D. It's based off of D and D characters. Um, so it's produced by you know the Critical Role Productions uh, and Amazon and uh, what it's called like Titmouse Inc or whatever the <laughs> little bird. So those Gotta are the love three those producers. Exactly. Same guys that did it, Invincible, right? Yes. Um, and so it's it's basically these. Um, and let me get a full cast list really quickly. Um, so Laura Bailey um, and. Forgive me for just botching his name, but Talizin, Jaffe, Ashley Johnson, Matthew Mercer, Liam O'Brien, Marisha Ray, Sam Regal, and Travis Willingham, they have all reprised their roles from their podcast. Well, it was like a show and podcast called Critical Role, um, and from like the first like the first campaign of that. So they've reprised these characters that they created. Um, and then turned it into this TV show. So I think it started back in 2019. Adult fantasy. Um, it's hilarious. I It releases uh, three episodes a week. So Friday nights. It well, you know, it drops on Fridays. So I've been watching them on Friday nights. And it's just, it's an easy binge. Because it's like an hour and a half. Because each episode is like roughly 30 minutes long. Um, I'm talking about <laughs> the new series to come out onto Netflix earlier this week, which is from a incredible, famous manga horror author, my personal favorite manga author ever. Um, and it's actually called Junji Itsu. Junji Itsu. Um, and it's the Japanese tale of Macbeth. And it, it, he is known for writing amazing really gruesome really uh, just probably some of the most bizarre stories you've ever heard of but he writes always short stories all of his books are just full of just chapters of short stories um so they took 20 of his most popular stories and they animated them and released them onto netflix a couple of my personal favorites are on there um the balloon story is really good if you get a chance um, so each episode, I think, has like two stories in it. And so two to three stories in each episode. And they're about 20 minutes long. So you're getting like 20 stories in there. Is this the same author that did that? Um, oh, I forgot the name of that manga that you the, really liked. It was the, the horror. Y- uh, Yumakozai or whatever, like the one with the circles. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it's, that one. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, he's the same author. He also wrote From Away as well. I was reading about the author himself because he is just like so amazing. But I was actually reading earlier about a project that he was supposed to be a part of that actually got canceled. And I'm like so bummed about this. So he was going to be in a project 
with the guy from that created the Metal Gear Solid franchise, Guillermo de Toro, and him were going to design a video game called Silent Hills with an S. Oh my God, that would have been. So you would have been. No, I feel wrong. Right, I feel robbed. absolutely wrong. And when I learned that, I was just uh. like, "Dang, the project that never was that now I wish would have happened." But yeah, just to see, because yes. that's what he is, in my opinion, it is the Gilmo de Toro of manga. The yeah, because he yeah. he's got some uh. of the most twisted monsters and characters and just stories, and you literally never know how they're going to end and. If yeah. it's definitely not a children friendly show, so parental advisory. Well, first off, um, this is from XX Venom. 3M7Y. Um, they want to offer us promotion on your channel, viewer, followers, yeah. views, chat bots. The regular price is lower than any competitor. The quality is guaranteed to be the best. I say we take it. Um, but yeah, go to dodgehype.com. Right I'm going to pin that and make yeah. sure that everyone goes to that after the show. What is it? It's a bot on Twitch. Trey's just. Oh. <laughs> Trey's doing Trey's on brand new. I'm trolling. Um, oh. Wait, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but you said something about the MCU. Oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I guess we should talk about the big ones. Best picture. I've seen a fair amount of these, but not a lot. I want. I know for sure your pick would probably be Top Gun Maverick. That was. I think that was your favorite film of last the year. One of the nominees, that was my favorite, just because they nailed nostalgia. And then you also saw. You also mm-hmm. saw Fablemans. You also saw the av- new Avatar. Oh shit! I forgot about Avatar. But too. in my opinion. Yeah, that, that is nominated for Best Picture. In my opinion, I would give the award to Everything, Everywhere, I, All at Once. That movie was just a roller coaster of emotions and just feels and just visually was stunning. It was just yeah. entertaining. And watch that movie. Um, Michelle Yeoh, who's been nominated for Best Actress in that, she won a Golden yeah, Globe for it as well. It's like she she's won the Oscar. Like, it's incredible so that's that's my mm-hmm. pick for best picture 